Alright, let's start the show. Go down to the river, said me. It's the Bow River Brigade podcast with Shafe and Doogie. We are back. Oh man, what is happening, wide world? We're back. We're finally back at it again. Welcome back. My stomach is gurgling. I hope the intro didn't catch that, but it's gurgling because it's hungry for some football. Yes, we're going to get that appetite satisfied here. My name is Shafe. Alongside me, my brother in arms, back in the studio, you know, about six feet away, of course. Doogie, what's going on, man? What's happening? Minimum six feet away. I always keep six feet away from you. We're... There's certain smells that go on with both of our bodies that we always want six feet distance between us two. Well, before COVID, it was always just a policy. So We actually bought like four or five season tickets at uh, at Cofield so yeah. we can sit three seats apart from each other. We have a shower curtain in between us right now. Just, you know, a little it, bit of space. You know, that's what we need right now is a little bit of space. Wear your better. damn mask. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, we're back, we're back. Life's different, things oh, are yeah. uh, things are weird out there, but... Uh, news, we finally have some news coming out of the CPL. The 2020 season has finally been announced. So we're going to be breaking down what that is going to look like, inspect the troops, see what the cavalry are going to look like, how they shape up against the rest of the teams, in hopes of bringing home that North Star shield. So, Doogie, Island Games, the Island Games, hashtag the Island Games, What's the format? What is this going to look like? Brand new format, brand new league, really, because we have brand new teams. We have complete shuffling, which we knew was going to happen with this league. We we knew it was a feeder league into some other other leagues and things like that. Players kind of coming, players players going, but it, it is really interesting, some of the players that have came to this league. It looks like they're making, you know, making a name for themselves as you know, a statement of wanting to be a professional league. And some of these, uh, you know, some of these international players coming here is uh, a testament to that. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's good to see some people having success already in the CPL and starting to move on. And, you know, we are going to be missing a few of our weapons that won't be able to make it out. But the Island Games are going to be kicking off August 13th in Prince Edward Island. So what it's going to start with is an eight-team group stage, and what they're going to do is they're going to take the top four teams out of that group stage after each team plays each other once. Yeah. So after each team has played each other once, they're going to cut that eight-team group stage in half, moving on to the next group stage, and the same thing is going to happen. It's, I believe, a six-game group stage right each team plays each other once and they're going to take the top two teams from that group into a one-off final really excited to see that finally kick off we've been sitting on our hands waiting for some news so finally we're going to see some cpl action in the second year they run into this pandemic brick wall when we're trying to make some progress and build a name for ourselves but 
I've been sitting on more than just my hands, but that's for the After Hours podcast. Um, BRB After Dark. Yeah, BRB After Dark. Tune in. It's it 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 gets wild. No, it's um you know it it is it has been long long coming, and as I said, you know it's it's weird out there. Sometimes weird is good, but I think people are starved for just a touch of normality and, you know, bringing back some of these leagues, seeing the Premier League back, uh, MLS, yeah. things like that. NHL. NHL. Yeah. Anything. It, it, it's, it's a step in the right direction. And We're hungry for us, sports. Yeah, and yeah. helping us feel, feel normal again and, uh, you know, and... Who doesn't love sports? Anybody listening to the to this is listening to the wrong podcast yeah. if you don't. But um, yeah, it, it's going to be great. It, it, it's it's different and it's it, there's lots of changes and one of those changes is uh, you know roster changes and we're going to get into that right now. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Calvary have managed to hold on to a lot of the core that saw them win the spring and the fall competitions last year, but they are going to be filling some gaps left by people such as Joel Waterman moving on to the Montreal Impact. Huge. So that's a huge loss. He's a big man in the center of the backfield there. So Calvary, um, they held on to their goaltending core with internationally capped Golden Glove winner Marco Carducci holding down the fort and Nico Giannopoulos, the big man, you know, backing him up again this year. You know, goaltending core, I think that is that's huge. Um, you know, uh, Jordan Santiago has yep. done so well uh, coaching, you know, coaching those players and and you, you know, those guys are same old ready to go and uh and they're they're starved too so looking um, for some action everyone just wants to get back out on the pitch the next thing that uh i guess is probably on everybody's mind is what's going to happen on defense yeah so defense i would say roster wise as in trades additions and subtractions to our roster i think defense is probably the biggest mix around that we have right now it's you know we've we've had probably the most change in our defensive and defensive midfield yeah that's true we did also lose mario estacchio he's um going back to portugal to play he was having trouble getting back into the country as we were saying so what he did was best for his career and he signed with a third tier portugal team out there so um best of luck to him you know too bad we didn't actually ever get him on the pod but yeah. you know yeah, um, it's unfortunate. We do have the core coming back, you know, led by Jonathan Wielden, Dominic, Dominic Zator, Mason Trafford, Nathan Monvilla, and we have made a couple of uh, additions as well, right? We have uh, Robert Boscovich has come in this year, um, and oh, yeah. he's played he's played a little bit with Toronto FC mm-hmm. in the past. Uh, you know, he's he's a big boy. I think I think he he could be a great addition in that uh, center back role to go next to Zator or even as a replacement in substitutions that kind of thing. Yeah, he's a big man, standing six foot three, so he's definitely going to make a big impact. Get his head on some balls, I should imagine. Yeah, and he'll be hungry to you know to make an impact on uh, in this league. So. Uh, so we have him coming in. We also have youngster Mohamed Farsi. He's coming in. Uh, he impressed in the Canadian Championship with AS Blainsville. You know, he's kind of came out of nowhere, made a little bit of an impression, and I think uh, he's got nowhere to go but up from here. And 
it, it'll be really interesting to see where he gels and where he fits in with the line. Yep. It's good that we have some of these leaders still in there. You know, Nick being a midfielder, he still does so much organizing the back and things like that. Ledgerwood I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, Zator, leaders like that, and uh, Wielden, those those guys, you know, I think I think those guys are going to be huge into bringing in some of these new players and making them feel comfortable back there. Yeah, and you mentioned um, the cap back again this year. Yeah, Captain uh, Captain Crunch, Nick Nicky Ledgerwood, he's back another year, and uh, you know, making those clutch tackles for us, crunching those legs in the uh, in the back line when we need them. So. Yeah, looking forward to seeing him and the rest of the midfield core. You know, Nico Pasquati, the master at arms, coming back into the lineup. So He showed a lot of heart playing. Um, he didn't maybe get as many goals as some players do in uh, or did in the, you know, in the season last season. Mm-hmm. Um, Always but, really involved, though, in all the big plays and stuff, which is just as important. So. Definitely, and and he did get some really clutch goals for us. I, I was re-watching some highlights, and I think it was actually – it was down east, and I think it was against Forge. It, don't think it was yeah. York, but I think it was against Forge. He scored a 90th-minute you know, goal to win it for yeah. us Sealer. earlier in the season. So, um yeah, it's it, it's great to have him back. He, you know, he's gonna work his tail off for you, and um, and he's gonna bomb the ball into the box. And yeah, I'm looking forward to him finding somebody's head there in the box. I mean, we did lose um one of our other core guys, squad players, um Malik Hamilton. He's gone on to Ottawa to shine down east. So, um, what are we doing in the midfield? How are we filling some of these gaps that have left open here? Well, and that's what I mean. Malik, I think, is going to be a big miss defensively. He did a lot of work for us behind the scenes, winning the ball, tracking balls down, and and working the ball out of our defense. Um, you know, on the on the wide wings and things like that. So, you know, yeah. you got you guys got a you you got a good uh, a good player in in that in that boy, Ottawa. So congratulations. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, treat him well. He's a he's a great guy, um, but yeah, Malik's gonna be a huge miss, and I think that just emphasizes uh, what the you know the main boys have to do. Nikki and uh, Atakube, they really really have to step up as uh, you know as defensive leaders in in the midfield there. Yeah. Um, and we have a couple of new kids coming in as well to shear up the forces. Yeah, yeah, we do. We have, uh, you know, Elliot Simmons. He's coming in uh, from Halifax Wanderers. And we also have Bruno Zebi, who's Mm -hmm. coming in uh, from Edmonton FC. Bruno, I believe, is a little more of an offensively minded midfielder. Yep. Um, you know, but Elliot Elliot kind of works it all around the park from from what I've I've seen. So he'll he'll be they'll both be really good additions, especially in this tournament. As uh, we briefly mentioned, there's a few players kind of in the attacking midfield role and in the forward role that aren't going to be at this tournament. That is um, a problem we have right now is some holes up front. Golden boot runner-up, um, Dom Malonga, it won't be back this year, so 
really have a hole to fill with that one. And one of our new signings, Richard Luca, he isn't available. He can't get into the country, just like league agitator Jose Escalante. He's stuck down in Honduras. Richard Luca is down in Brazil. So it's a couple of weapons in the cavalry arsenal that we are not going to have, which, you know, leaves us, like I was saying, with a big hole up front. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I think there's a lot of cavalry fans, um, and even maybe even just players and fans, or you know, Brazilian fans maybe mm-hmm. around the league that were excited to see Luca. And uh, you know, it's unfortunate that we will have to wait a little longer for that. But there's a, a Twitter page. It's Cavalry Brazil. Like they have a following in Brazil. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm sure. As I said, I'm just, you know those the Brazilian fans they they support their own quite quite well, and uh, I'm sure there were a few people fans from Brazil that kind of thing that were were excited to see how he would do up here. And shout out to our Brazilian fans out there. Yeah, pass the pot around if yeah. you uh, if you enjoy it. Definitely pass it around. We'd love to love to go international. But we do have um, a couple of people we've brought in. We have Javier Cardova, a forward coming in, as well as um, Jose Hernandez, who we picked up, um, an, uh, one of two players we picked up from PFC. Yeah, so Cordova, I think, is going to be really important for us, especially with, uh, you know, attacking flair and ball movement. I think we're really going to have to have a couple players come in with that, and I think he's going to be one of them. You know, if some of these players like Cordova and even actually Hernandez maybe don't come in and don't maybe play with enough flair or maybe bring enough differential to the team, we might get a little stale in our attack and, you know, maybe become a little bit one-directional in Mm -hmm. our uh, mindset as, you know, without some of these players and with Escalante gone... We are stuck with a lot of grit up front. We've, you know, just acquired uh, Marcus Haber from PFC. He's, yeah. you know, he is a very talented player, but he is a he is that gritty type striker that's going to get into the box. 31 years old, nationally capped, played with PFC last year. He had... 15 appearances and four goals in that time. He was out a lot of it with a knee injury, so he could be a great addition to the squad. Yeah, and he's, you know, he's played with St. Johnston in Scotland, and, uh, you know, he, he has lots of experience, but as I said, he's that gritty type player where we're going to be sending lots of balls English style into the box, mm-hmm. lots of crosses, those types of things for Peppel, for... Uh, you know, for Haber, we will need some players to come in with a little bit of flair and kind of change that up. And that's where we're going to be looking towards Cordova. Yeah, that's where we're going to be looking towards uh, Jose Hernandez as well. Yeah, um, they could be coming in with maybe a bit of chemistry already. They already know each other, Hernandez and Haber. So I think that's a that's a big possibility that that uh, chemistry could could come through onto the pitch. It's always nice seeing a familiar face in the dressing room, right? It, yeah. it definitely helps you settle down a little better, I'm sure. And uh, and then, you know, we have the classic uh, Minitel and uh, Jordan Brown up front as well. Yeah. Um, you know, they always bring heart, always bring energy. So, um, yeah, we do, you know, fill in some of those gaps. We have We have done well, and I think that... I think that Marcus Haber signing was a good one because yep. 
I think he's going to be a great power substitution if you need a goal, that kind of thing. And he's also going to be great to put in if he's healthy for, you know, for a few games as a starter in this tournament as we might see some of this, uh, you know, this tournament play its toll on fatigue and things like that on the players. Yeah. Another great player I was really glad to see returning this year, Irobum Pebble, one of your fair players. I think you're probably going to get him on back of your kit this year. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, you know, uh, he's a great young player. He comes in, plays with a lot of heart, and uh, yeah, he, he had a lot of bright flashes last year. He likes getting into the box. He, you know, he gets his head on things, that kind of thing. He, yeah, six foot one, he's bound to get his head on a few balls. Battles for that, uh, you know, battles for crosses, and uh, and he's a strong, strong boy. So I think, uh, I think you know, having him and having Haber is uh, is going to be really good for us because we we do want to have some some height for those Pasquati throws. Mm-hmm. Might not be something we always want to do, but it's always something we want to have in our arsenal, right? It's yeah. you always want to keep the defenders thinking: Is he going to bomb this long? Well, if he wants to, he can. And then if he wants to, he can do the short throw, he can do this, he can do that. But if we have the firepower in the box with the, you know, the big boys up front, uh, I think we'll be a very intimidating team. I think we stand a really good chance going into the Island Games, kicking off August 13th with a rematch of the final versus Cavalry and Forge. So that's going to be a heck of a game. I'm excited to see some CPL kick off, and um, I think we should do um, some predictions well ahead of the tournament kicking off. Who do you think is going to make it out of the first round? Well, it's tough to say, um, but for me, I'm gonna. I would probably have to go with my top four as Cavalry Forge Pacific. I think they've had a really good team, and I think they've just kind of missed a couple small little spots here to gel. Um, Campbell up front, I think, yeah. is you know he's a really promising young striker. So I think they're they're gonna get in, and then I also think. It kind of comes down to fourth spot of Ottawa or Valor mm-hmm. FC. Um, so that's what I have for the for the first round. How about you, Shay? Well, I'm gonna shake it up a bit. I don't want to have the exact same predictions because we didn't actually like talk about it beforehand. But you damn well picked now the same things that I did. But I actually yeah. think Ottawa could be one of those sleeper squads. I think they could do pretty dang well. I, I like Malik Hamilton. He was a strong player, and I want to see him do really well with Ottawa. So alongside Cavalry getting out of the first round, I have Forge, Ottawa, and Edmonton. Those are my selects. Yeah, I think Edmonton's a bit of a sleeper as well. I think they have a lot of possibility to, uh, you know, to to definitely get into that top four. Yeah. And once you're in that top four, I think it's really anybody's game. So um, we're on to the next round, and it's the top two out of that top four. So... Who do you think out of a top out of your top four it yeah. would make it at, make it to the final from their shave? Well, I don't want another cavalry forage. I want to see something a little bit different here. So, what I'm saying is, I, I want cavalry versus Edmonton would be amazing. You know, get a battle of Alberta in the final or um, cavalry versus Ottawa. I'd like to see that new club really make a big impact. I don't want them to be 
successful completely. I don't want them to win the damn thing, but, you know, be good to see them do well. And some of these clubs that people kind of like discount don't think are going to do really well in a format like this, they could actually make a pretty good impact. It is really anybody's game. Yeah. And if, you know, if you were going to go out and bet this is the kind of tournament yeah. where you would like to bet on an underdog because you lose one game, you draw the wrong game, you're out of the tournament right there. So Yeah, it's going to be quite the blitz here to the raising of the North Star Shield. Super excited for the games to kick off. Brigade podcast is part of the Northern Starting 11 network. Visit them online at northernstarting11.com for a variety of podcasts from around the CPL. All right, well, that officially kicks off season two of the Bow River Brigade podcast. Finally back at it again. Yeah, we're coming back at you, and we're looking forward to some more football, more things to talk about, and more consistent and more frequent podcasts coming at you. Yeah, we have content now, so finally we're going to try to get some stuff into your ears as it were. Anyway, um, big shout out to Mitch Ballot, Calgary musician, providing the theme music for the pod. Find both of his albums on all your streaming platforms and also at MitchBalot.com. That's M-I-T-C-H-B-E-L-O-T.com. Man, get out there. Support your local musicians who can't get out and play gigs right now. You know, a lot of people are struggling right now. Try to keep your dollar in the community. Go out and support some local businesses that are important to you and watch some footy. You know, keep your eyes out, keep your ears out, and keep your feet out. Get out there, kick the ball around. I yeah. know, you know, these times are a bit depressing, but, uh, you know, that it, it helps sometimes you getting out and kicking it around rather than just watching. If you have any comments for us or just want to call us names, please shoot us an email at brbfooty, that's b-r-b-f-o-o-t-y at gmail.com. Yeah, send all your hate mail there and also get at us on Twitter and Instagram. Same handle, at BRBFooty. Use the hashtag IslandGames and we'll try to see what you guys are thinking of the games and tag us in your posts. Let us know what your thoughts are. We'd love to get you involved in the conversation. Yep, thanks again, guys. Thanks for listening and BRB. We'll catch you next time. March on.